Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I was about to say you fucked up, but I thought you were closing the show. <laughs> and that's been everything for this week's episode. That's what I you were going to say. It was like... Married with Movies. I thought you were going to say, catch you next time on the couch. And I was like, no, that's, that's right. Hey. Well, this is so boring. Hey, shut up. <laughs> It's just because we yawn so much when we do this. Like, we're, we're tired people that have a baby, and we're both yawning right now. <laughs> and it's so difficult to, like, if you hear a lot of yawning on the podcast, I'm sorry. I'm just not paying attention when I'm editing. Yeah, because it's also boring. <laughs> it's just so, uh, you know. I farted, too. We, 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 you listen. You enjoy it. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter if we like doing this. <laughs> we're just stuck doing it. Great. Punishment. Uh, it is uh, Sunday, June 18th, 2017. Happy Father's Day, belatedly, Father's to Day. all of you. Um, it is my first Father's Day. I'm having a great one. Uh, what have you done? Uh, absolutely nothing. That's oh. why it's been so good. I took good. a nap. I got some presents. I've been playing with little baby Jilly. I bought myself some presents. Uh, I bought myself some some wrestling pins and some some T-shirts. And I'm trying not to buy hundreds of dollars of toys, which will all go towards Jillian's future education You're anyway. And also I get to look at them, and it's fun. And reminds yeah, me you get to look at them while they're in a box, because we have to box up all of our stuff. Oh, a lot of boxing I have to do. Yeah. It is. Exactly. It's place better to not Place going to turn into Neverland Ranch. <laughs> You're um, the worst. Bro. I know. Uh, but we're back. We're, again, we're not ahead of schedule. We had a couple weeks where we um, didn't have to record it. If you, if you listen every single week, you know that we watch a random movie out of our box, or we watch a movie that's nominated by one of us back and forth, or we have guests on the show, and they nominate the movies for us, which is the case this week, with Heathers. Um, but, you know, it's been a, a couple weeks since we've actually recorded, even though you've been still getting your podcast every single Thursday on iTunes, sorry, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or ArcadeAudio.net. Um... In that time, shocker upon shocks, we managed to go to the movies. What? Two days ago, finally, our good friends, the Reals, were able to watch Little Baby Jilly. And we were able to finally, finally go see Guardians of the Galaxy oh, Volume so 2. I'm glad. Um, you know, the Guardians is one of only six movies in the podcast history that's gotten a perfect 10 from Samantha and I. Uh, so it's and it's mounted yep. on our wall in our shadow pin box. shadow box. Um, so of course we were very excited to see 
volume two. two. Heard a lot it, of good things about it. From it did not disappoint. It. it did not disappoint. I I loved it. Um, again, one day, it's going to be hard. I, I think we talked about it. You know, now of course we have our Patreon site, patreon.com slash arcade audio, that you can support. Um, and we are going to have bonus episodes where we talk about movies that, like we watch in theaters because we always talk about them in our little spiel at the beginning of the show. But it's also difficult because there's going to be so many times where like we're obviously going to buy Guardians, so one day we're going to cover Guardians. So like, what is the line? I think we should only do it for movies that we watch. We're like, we ain't on that pile of shit, so let's 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 talk about it today. Okay. You know, that's pretty much all we're gonna be able to do. I feel like, because obviously we're gonna have Guardians. Obviously we're gonna. Watch so when it. we start taking Jillian to the movies. Yes, then we'll be able to discuss uh, the Nut Job two and which Captain she's gonna Underpants. make us buy. Oh no 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 no! We'll tell her that, like, well, you guys have all these movies, yeah, but only adults are allowed to have movies. Like, you're not allowed to pick out movies. Uh-huh, yeah, if you do, they take you to child prison. Okay. Yeah. She's really going to believe that. I don't know. I'll come up with something. But, uh, you yeah, know, it was awesome. Um, it had... I had many, like, reservations going into it. Because I had heard a few people that kind of like, well, obviously it's not as fresh or as good as the original. And I would agree. Was it as good as the first one? No, it was not. But it still did a lot of really fun and good stuff. Um, that... Uh, entertained me, and then also did things that I was worried it wasn't going to do, or was going to do too much of, and it didn't. Like, I love Baby Groot. I thought Baby Groot is the most adorable Baby thing. Baby Groot's what, amazing. I thought it was going to be like fucking Baby Groot overload. I thought it was going to be like way too much, and it wasn't. It was the perfect balance and the right amount of it. Yeah. So I was really like, okay, was. good. They they didn't they didn't go too deep into that. Um, they did with a lot of things. They you know, sequel. A lot of extra characters. They did a good job with all the extra characters and, you know, made you care or hate or, you know, whatever it was you needed to do with them. I really, really liked it. I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, We are still trying to see the Lego Batman movie. Um, Having technical difficulties. Technical difficulties still. The one time we finally got it queued up, ready to go, we had... uh, uh, technical baby difficulties and just weren't able to watch it so hopefully we'll have our recap on that next week's episode also one day you know it's been a little while since we've mentioned this one day we will finally watch the illusionist look he's a busy man and he doesn't remember any of this he's the reason why this whole thing happened because he was too stupid sorry to put a movie back in a fucking box what's in the box not a goddamn fucking movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all the entry stuff I think we got. So let's let's dive right into cool. it. Heather's is this week's episode. Um, I'll go ahead and read it because you will read next week's box because or the next box because it's your turn to nominate movies. Uh, the best high school black comedy ever made says Entertainment Weekly. Don't be surprised if it becomes a classic. Says Mike Clark of USA Today. More, damn, that movie's got tons of reviews on the back. Wickedly funny. If movies were food, Heather's would be a cynic's chocolate binge, says the Washington Post. Absolutely brilliant satire. A remarkable film, says KABC TV. And wild and original, says Newsweek. Welcome to Westerberg High, where Veronica Sawyer, played by Winona Ryder, is beginning to 
tire of her membership in the powerful yet cruel clique of Heathers. When Veronica falls for the mysterious new kid Jason Dean, played by Christian Slater, their dislike for the Heathers quickly escalates into a savage cycle of murder, suicide, and slushies. Now that her teenage angst has a body count, are Veronica and JD headed for the prom or hell? Shannon Doherty co-stars in the greatest black comedy, one of the greatest black comedies of all time, now better than ever and loaded with awesome extras. What's your damage? This is Heather's like you've never seen or heard it before. Yeah, one of, so I bought this in high school uh, after I saw it on TV, heavily edited for the first and only time I'd ever seen it since. Um, I've, I've owned this movie for probably close to 12 or 13 years and I've never actually played it since I've had it. Uh, you can tell because this is definitely a DVD that was like made in 2004. Um, yeah. Like really weird and like uh, it's this looks like a bootleg. <laughs> it's, it's what it looks it like. It really does. The menu look like a bootleg. It, like all these like extra DVD companies like I think the DVD company like promoted that they promote like great menu features and like stuff like that. That was kind of weird and funny. Uh, this is your first time seeing this movie, correct? Yep. Okay. Uh, and I know this is one of our, Tatiana, who, you didn't listen to last week's episode on Blade Runner, um, one of our biggest fans, I think we labeled her our biggest fan, surely upsetting other people, but, um, hmm. she, uh, she's been wanting us to watch this for a while, because she's a, a huge fan of it, um, I've seen it before, I'm a fan of it, it's been a very long time since I've seen it, I saw it in high school, which is kind of appropriate, so I'll let you kind of start. Like, I mean, it's it's just like Mean Girls on crack. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's Mean Girls on crack. It's like the cutaways in Mean Girls that they have where, like, Lindsay Lohan, like, compares it to when she lived in Africa, like, the Animal. animals mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's this, but that's the reality rather than the hallucination, you know? Um, I mean, it was good. I mean, it was totally 1988. It, this is... Totally 1988. This is an 80s movie. Yes, you could tell from every part of it. You could tell. And Shannon Doherty looked like a bitch. So, well, now she doesn't because she has cancer now. So she's she doesn't have hair. I tell you, that doesn't mean anything. Well, I'm sure she's found herself. I'm sure she is too, but like... Immediately, like just because somebody has cancer, I can't remember saying this on the record, doesn't mean they automatically get disqualified from no longer being a bitch. Well, I said she looked like a bitch. I didn't say that she was a bitch. I said she looked like she was a bitch. Are you fucking Jules, Jules Winfield? Like, what does it matter if somebody looks like a bitch? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, they it was good. Like, they all it was like good. For the it most was. part, everything was good. For the most part, okay. So, uh, I'll, so again, I, it's been. Thirteen years since I've seen this movie. Um, that was almost half your life. I know, right? Thanks. It's half my life is over too. No, that means I'm gonna die at sixty. Um, <laughs> sorry. Look, the movie makes you think a lot about death. Um, I am a black comedy fan. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to pull off. There are so many bad ones. I we sadly have a couple upstairs. Sadly. Well, because I there. Are good, Why do you buy them? No, because there are good black comedies. Um, and the only way you can find them is on like like four packs or combos. So I think Serial Mom is a, is a great black comedy, yes. and it is unfortunately on the same like set as Very Bad Things, also starring Christian Slater, which is like one of my least favorite movies of all time. So it was like a sacrifice. I'm like, fuck, for five bucks I go in Serial Mom, awesome. 
but then I also have very bad things, which I never intend to watch. But now we have this podcast, and now it's, it's in the box. It's going to be the next thing we draw Probably. out of the box. Probably. Um, Death to Smoochie is another very good black comedy. Um, but there are some... It's hard to pull off. It is hard to do. Um, but I enjoy it because it's always pushing boundaries, and it's normally, you know... Black comedies essentially always have to do with a, a taboo or controversial subject or mm-hmm. just tackle death and murder and all these like deplorable things head on, draping it around awkward comedic situations. Um, and this absolutely does that. Like, I don't think you could make this today. No. Um, no, you couldn't. I think it's more appropriate today than ever I mean, we're recording this two days after a girl was convicted of involuntary manslaughter from convincing her boyfriend to kill himself via text. Like, like you saw that you saw that episode of SVU. Yes, we've seen them all. <laughs> the one, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, that one. You mean those sixteen? Yeah. Exactly. Yes, those sixteen exactly. episodes. Um, but this is, you know, obviously for its time, you know handles it a different way. Um, you could you could make this movie today, but, like, I mean, they, it basically was. Like you said, Mean Girls, but you wouldn't be able to, to, to turn the volume up to 11. I don't think you'd be able to tackle the suicide part of it like it does. Yeah, because like it's this, so prevalent. Like this, like, this is, you know... Not saying it wasn't prevalent in 1980s. A comedy about suicide. Yeah, but it was... It was prevalent in the 1980s. It just wasn't publicized as much right, as it right, is now. Right. I think that's the difference. True. Um, you know, with, like, social media and everything else, it really um, takes a toll on that kind of thing, which is sad in a way because this is a, a great movie. They mm-hmm. made a Broadway musical out of it. That I'm very interested to see how that works. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's very... And it does a good job of... I, it does an okay job. I think one of like the complaints I have is that it's a little too like high school comedy esque in terms of like like I think high school comedies already are also have this heightened sense of like what high school is right. And they get some stuff right. Same thing and with they Mean get Girls. Some stuff they wrong. get some stuff wrong for this because it's the eighties. I'm a little bit more forgiving on it, but it's still like is a little too like. Uh, hyperbolic in some instances like yeah. not every you know the two fucking meathead jocks and you know it, the way like the interactions were were too um common denominator-esque for which they had to be if you're gonna poke fun at it i feel like yeah but i still just kind of had some misgivings about it um what were the popular girls like in your high school I don't know. I didn't hang out with them. No, I'm just oh, so but I'm at, well. What I'm asking is like, like obviously you remember I had 800 people in my graduating class, but right? You would still see them and like know what they were doing. I mean, it just depends because there were a bunch of different cliques. So, like, and we were separated. I almost said segregated, and that's not right. We were separated so much. Um, you know, because we were. We had, like, the gifted and honors kids. Samantha went to high school in the 60s. (laughs) We had, like, the gifted and honors kids, and then we had, like, the others. It was kind of the same as mine. Like, we had, like, uh, being in, like, the the IB program, the AB program, the AP program. (laughs) 
<laughs> the AB program, and not the CD program. Um, that week, week of the week. Of the week. Um, the IB kids, like, were all the ones involved in all the clubs and stuff, so they were the popular kids, but then, like, you still had, like, popular kids outside. Like, you had, like, the dumb popular kids, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, So it is. I think that's kind of more with how times, like, change. But you always have those girls that are bullies. Always. I don't, I I mean, Grant, I don't remember that well. Again, because I was mostly in my circle of friends where we all, you know, we had kind of like the outcasts a little bit. But pretty much in our IB circle, everyone kind of got along, you know. Yeah. Didn't misgive anybody. There's nothing crueler than a teenage girl. I don't remember having that experience. Having gone through it. Yeah, because, you know, they're not like that with guys for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um. Right. And we, and I mean, like, and it's not even like a, uh, like a class type thing because, like, we had rich girls. Like, we had, like, people that were living in fucking mansions and on the Treasure Coast, you know. And they're still, you know, they're more hippy dippy, you know, fucking intelligent. People. We had that too, but, you know, having gone through it, I, I think I remember every day in eighth grade, every day coming home crying. Just from one thing or another, being picked on and bullied, and um, yeah, it sucks, but so I think that what makes them popular, whether it is the money, like you said, or mm-hmm. it's their intelligence, or their this, or their that, I think it doesn't matter. Mean girls are mean girls, yeah. um, and that's what this is depicting. They all wind up, they all wind up fat and ugly. And... Sure. Abortion filled. Um, That's so mean. Abortion filled. Mm. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's hard. Well, obviously, it's hard to like connect with the experience because there weren't rampant murders being disguised as suicides in my school. I don't think like my school didn't have any of those tragedies either. Like you know, I think like the year before or the year after I left high school, like something happened, like a car accident or like something like that. Well, nothing, like, crazy like that happened when, like, when I was there. Yeah, yeah, nothing happened while I was there, but Um, I already shared my high school piece on this. But, yeah, um, I didn't, like, laugh a lot. There's a couple moments I laugh at just because, like, there's so many funny turn of phrases and, you know, 80s vernacular in this. Yeah. um, That it's hard not to laugh at. Um, Maybe the two most famous and the, the two funniest are um, fuck me gently with a chainsaw, which is just something that I probably would have said at some point in my life anyway, like, even if it wasn't like a reference. But that sounds like a very me phrase. Sure. Um, <laughs> my favorite part for no reason is just like how incredulous the guy is when at the football funeral, I love my dead gay son. <laughs> it's just so funny to me because it's the way he does it. It's, it's, and again, it's like a good satire of, you know, those parents and those people this movie does a really good job with parents i want to say yeah um that they're so i'm trying to think what the even word would be for for each set of parents so you have uh jason's dad who's basically like him yeah um and then veronica's parents are just like kind of out there almost and so like set in their like ways yeah. And there's call like, every time, like, they're at the thing, he goes, I don't know why I smoke these damn things or why I read these damn things. She goes, because you're an idiot. 
And that's just how most high schoolers think about their parents. Yeah. But I also think that it it did a... I also think that it had good commentary, too, on that. Mm -hmm. You know, especially, like, the part at the funeral when he was saying, you know, oh, I I love my dead gay son. Mm -hmm. And then um, Christian Slater's character said, oh, what if he was still alive? Like, Mm -hmm. it would be completely different. A limp wrist or whatever. Yeah, so I think that's good commentary, too. And it shows that, you know, not... Like, yes, this is a black comedy, but it's also... Also had a lot of messages in it Absolutely. to kind of drive home, yeah. um, and the fact that you know, like death's not always the answer, but then you can't wait for death to like appreciate what you have, and and it's always good because it's so outlandish. Like this movie is uh, absurd to a point. Yeah. Um, on how things like spiral escalate, out of control, yeah. escalate. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so like like crazy dream sequences. Um, but it's like it's rooted in this like sick sense of reality, um, which makes it fun to watch play out. The stuff I also kind of don't like dig is it, it gets a little like too serious at, at times, in terms of like when stuff starts like spinning out of control almost. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel you need that because you have an emotional connection to characters in the story, but you know kind of the the way everything breaks down like the boiler room I, I feel like there could have been like like little injections of comedy there to kind yeah. of like root the film back in like itself um same thing with uh uh the sequence when they kill the football players it turns on like this cop chase and yeah and then it, it like loses it, and then it finds itself again when he's like hey they naked make it out you know because again adults are dumb and dumb cops are doing dumb things um but anything you didn't particularly like? I mean, are we going to get into the acting? Ooh, you, I feel like you got some hot acting takes. I honestly didn't really hate anybody. Um, and I also didn't really like have a strong case for anybody MVP-wise. I, I, I pretty much liked everybody. Okay, well, I can tell you who's going to be the LVP. It's going to be Christian Slater. What? Look. You're kidding me. His... Christian Slater. I, I think is we greatness. talked about it when we, when we watched Spaced Invaders. I really can't stand Jack Nicholson impersonations. I really, really can't stand them. At least in this one, he's like out, out and about for it. Like even so much so, I think I read the trivia that he like called Jack Nicholson to ask him to watch. Yeah, and he said no because it's such a terrible decision. Well, I don't know why. I don't understand why people want to be Jack Nicholson. There's only because he's like Nicholson. the greatest thing that's ever lived. You get to watch the Lakers courtside. This is worse than anything. You're the LVP of this movie. <laughs> I think Christian Slater is great in this. I don't. Uh, I. I don't really know what I'm a fan of of his. <laughs> this is his wheel. Like this is his time. Like this and yeah. True Romance and. Everything around this time, he was like the like the hot actor in Hollywood. Where he... Great. At one point, so was Keanu Reeves. And Keanu Reeves is still a huge star. Yeah. He's not good. He's not like very good at much things, but he's still you know Christian Slater's got a fucking Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what I. He almost. Him in. Uh, this almost went to Brad Pitt. I thought Brad Pitt was too nice. Um. Should have waited a few years. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no, I think Christian Slater is great in this. He plays such a good, crazy, but still charming. Like, I totally get... Because that's him. He doesn't have to act. I still get why, like, at any point, she still kind of, like, wants to be with him. He carries himself well. I think him and Winona Ryder had great chemistry together. They did. Um, they did very, very... Um, they did. A very good, believable job at being, like, lovers, almost, like, po- possibly spiraling into Bonnie and Clyde type things. And then they, um, you know, devolve into, you know, ex-lovers trying to better one another. Yeah. And Christian Slater's insanity in this kind of keeps it rolling. And from the very first scene when, like, he shoots blanks at the two guys and you think he just committed murder in the fucking cafeteria. Yeah. Like, it sets up for him being able to carry it through of you never know what he's going to do. And he's can be unhinged at any moment, but he's still in control. Mm-hmm. Even again, when you know his middle finger's fucking blown off, and he's been shot, and he's out in the front, and he's gonna blow himself up, and then he's just calm all of a sudden. And it, you know, it, it's not easy to to do. Um, so I reject your LVP nomination for him. Um, and we'll come up with somebody else because he's not the LVP. Absolutely, he's not the LVP. Um, it was just grading. It was grading. I don't think it was grading at all. I think he's have a Christian Slater bias. Because yeah, if, 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 if he's grading this, then I don't see how you enjoyed the movie. Because he's... I like Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder is great, and ultimately probably who I would probably go with as the MVP if, if you just won't let it be Christian Slater. No. Um, she... I'm not the biggest Winona Ryder fan either. You know, like, I think she, Beetlejuice, she's always, like... I like her early stuff, and I like her later stuff. I don't really like anything in between. Oh, so you just don't like shoplifting, is what you're saying. Yeah, basically. Oh, shit, she's awake. She just has this way about her that I don't like if she's being, like, the weirdo. You know? Like, I think in Stranger Things, she's fine, because also she's, like, settled into, you know, being a mom character, finally. Um, same thing with, like, Star Trek, almost. Yeah. But, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, early on, she was always kind of, you know, she was too, like, she was too much of a Tim Burton character and everything, because she wasn't, like, Tim Burton things. Yeah. Um, in this, she gets to play, like, a normal, popular person, and I think she does a really good job of that, that's, playing both sides, yeah. um, being funny, showing emotions, um, she's staring right at me. Oh! God damn it. Ah, go back to sleep. Go down there and put pacifier back in her mouth and see if she goes back to sleep. That's gonna be a big ten now. So yeah, so I, I would go with Winona Ryder. Yep, that's as it. Well. Um, a close second to me would be, um, Heather number one. She's not in it that much, but, like, she does an amazing job. The main Heather? Yeah, at being just such a, just such a bitch mm-hmm. in the best way possible. Um, she sadly died of a brain tumor, which is kind of sad and ironic in that she wishes upon somebody a brain tumor at one point in the movie. Um, That's really sad. Yeah. I think all... Th- Shannon Doherty's fine. Um... I didn't really get, you know, kind of why she changed. Oh, you know, tomorrow is her birthday. Shannon Doherty? No, 
Uh, Winona Ryder? No. Oh, the uh, one that's dead? Yeah. Oh, great. Congratulations. Happy birthday. Um, but, you know, because, like, she's kind of the, um, she's kind of, like, the low man on the totem pole, it feels like, mm-hmm. uh, the first. And then, you know, this ascension. But there, it isn't really, like, expressed or shown, at least I feel like. And then the other Heather doesn't really do much of anything. Yeah. She has her moment calling in where saying, like, she's suicidal and Veronica stops her in the, the bathroom. And, again, it's kind of left. They're not the yeah. focus. They're the namesake of the movie, but they're not the focus, really. Um, so I don't think any of them would really be LVP. But obviously they're not MVP above Winona Ryder. Um, shout out to our boy, Glenn Shaddix. Um, he's in everything. So I think this is the second movie we've seen him in. And you say he's in everything. I feel like he's in everything. Everything in the 80s, maybe. Um, as the, uh, as the father, or as the preacher, uh, the priest, yeah. whatever those fucking things are called, <laughs> um, doing his, doing his, like, normal shtick. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So who would you say the LVP is, then? Because you've named almost every main character in the know. movie without saying Well, because also I was gonna say, um, I like the guys that played Kurt and Ram, especially the... I think he was Ram. He's a character actor. He was in summer school in the 80s. He was on JAG. Shout out to all you JAG fans out there. Yeah. Um, the 17 of you. That have all, well, most of them have died because they all are between the ages like 48 and 70 and watch CBS in the late 90s and aughts. Um, he always is like expressive and goofy and funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. Christian Slater? It's not Christian Slater. Look, if you can't come Martha, up with one. Martha Dump Truck? Oh, I mean, she wasn't bad. I feel, I feel terrible picking her as the LVP. She already got shit on enough in the movie. I mean, she, well, she didn't say anything until the end. I know. Um, and she was really one note. She didn't really... No, nah, it wouldn't be her. I'm just, I just want to say Martha Dump Truck. Um, wouldn't be the football guys. Like, the nerds talk a little bit. It's also... <laughs> Maybe I liked, I liked the the adults at the school, like the principal and stuff. Do you know anything? I liked the principal. Um, I thought he was really funny. He had like a couple that good round ones. table. The was round really table funny. thing. But I didn't like the artsy fartsy teacher that was like leading everything. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I her. didn't like her at all, and like I I didn't get the point of her in the movie, um, like galvanizing the kids. Like galvanizing the kids into doing whatever, but she just Pauline Fleming. Pauline Fleming, cool. Oh no, that's um the character's name. Her name is Penelope Milford. Uh, two L's. One L. Hi, Julian. What'd you think of Heather's? You watched most of it. What'd you? Think? You're the reason it took us two and a half hours to watch it. What'd you think? What'd you think, little girl? I agree. Christian Slater was not that bad. Um, so yes, yeah, so we'll go with Penelope Milford instead. Because, like, I, I enjoyed, like, when those scenes were coming up. Because I liked to see, like, their reactions and them talking about it. And she just kind of, like, killed each scene with just her... Whatever her character's deal was, I just didn't buy into it. And she didn't do a good job of expressing it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um... If it wasn't gonna be her, I was I was gonna say maybe just that the that fourth Heather. 
We're recording right now. So we need you to be quiet. Can you do that? <laughs> I don't know what that was. It sounded like she said, okay, sure. Um, who else? Did we tackle anybody we didn't tackle? Performance-wise? I think we hit everybody. We hit everybody. Um, also... Movie's a little too rapey for my my taste. Movie's real rapey. There's movie's a lot of rapey. rape. Not rape, but like just like like just like eighties dudes being fucking gross. Yeah. Like the the fret scene, the Remington scene. Yeah, that, and then on on the was it a golf course where they were? I think so, where they were tipping cows. Yeah, yeah. The the one oh, guy trying to like force yeah. himself, and yeah. then them spreading then rumors then, about like yeah. fucking sword fighting in mouths. That's not cool. I know. You can't just make sword fighting and mouth rumors. Exactly. It's not right. I know. It's outrageous. Um, also, uh, way too much croquet. What? Croquet is a big thing? I've been way too long since I played some croquet. And I've never was, played croquet. You've never played croquet? No, I'm not, a, a not very of, coordinated. A 4th of July family tradition at my aunt's place is some croquet. Well, one, I'm not from Ohio. I guess that's all that there is to do since this movie takes place in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Sherwood, Ohio. Shout yeah, out. so there's not a lot to do. We don't play time, croquet in Miami. Why not? You have plenty of grass. Stick them fucking... It's all fake. You can still stick the... No, man. The fucking... we have we have way better things to do in the summertime than play croquet. Like, I don't Cocaine? know, go swimming. Well, no, that's just... We should come up with, like, a water-based croquet. No. I'm not very coordinated. What makes you think I want to play a game where I have to hit a ball? I have to tell you, croquet is not very coordinate coordination-based. Everything is coordination-based. It's probably a good thing that you don't play croquet, because you would strike somebody's ball, and as you try to send away, you just smash yourself in the foot with the mallet, probably. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. There's no better feeling than, than whacking someone's ball as far as you can. I want to play croquet, like, now. <coughs> yeah, you're ready. You want to go play some croquet? Julie, what's croquet? <coughs> okay. Very interesting. What'd you think? Um, give yeah, the number one through ten. Uh, sound like an eight. Sound like an eight. <laughs> That's why I was gonna give this movie. We're not there yet. Oh, <laughs> Jilly, stop skipping ahead. Um, we uh, I forgot the beginning of the movie too, where it's just weird. Just people, there's playing croquet. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, like then you see like the the bitch come out and everybody. What was the question they asked at the beginning? I was gonna have about a the five million dollars. You just won five million dollars from the lottery, and then aliens like crash down. And the planet will end in two days. The world will end in two days. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, I would buy a spaceship, and a five million dollar spaceship. That's really gonna get you. Fun. Well, not just a five million dollar spaceship. No, a spaceship not gonna be five million dollars. A space station. I'll buy a space station. Exactly, and I'll stock it with everything that we need, and I'll go up in space, hire some astronauts, and. I to then tell that you, way I won't. I, the world won't end for me. I have to tell you, uh, it's going to take a lot more than five million dollars to do that. Well, that was five million dollars in nineteen eighty-eight. So today, it's with inflation, exactly twenty-one point three billion dollars. So <laughs> we'll be fine. She's like, why wouldn't either of you spend it on me? Julie, because there's I've probably already spent five million dollars <laughs> on you since you've been born. Um. Yeah, no, I, I would just I would just enjoy my last two days on Earth, man. Fuck it, I'm just gonna go buy everything and just gorge myself. Okay. Buy five million dollars worth of shit to make some galley boys, y'all. Y'all hearing this? 
We forgot to mention it. Speaking of Ohio. The most important thing in my life over the past week has happened. Excuse me. (laughs) In the wake of the Cleveland Cavaliers putting up a valiant effort but coming short in the NBA Finals. But sucking dicks. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Staring at us. Um, She's staring at the microphone. I found a recipe for homemade galley boys. Don't you dare turn this recorder off. Homemade galley boys. She don't want to hear shit. I know. I know. It's a boring show. Um, (laughs) uh, The best burger in Ohio from Swenson's. Shout out to Swenson's. They're going to be sponsoring us like Seagram's Gin is going to sponsor RJ Hates Rap. Um, Brown sugar burgers with two secret sauces that were homemade. Your boy's a champion. Your boy's a warrior. It came out great. I'm not a warrior. I'm a cavalier. (laughs) I'm a burger-making warrior. Um... A what? A burger-making warrior. Warrior? Look, did the fucking PA announcer for their own goddamn stadium not say warrior every single fucking night? I guess it's they an Ohio did. thing. No, for the, at Golden State he said, oh, you're oh. Golden State Warriors. Like, I hope that guy commits suicide. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, for mullet. No, we're not uh, there yet. Oh, Stop gosh. jumping ahead. We're almost there. We're almost there. Hey, wait a second. Hey, Andrew Nice Clay, it's been a while with all the talk of murder and rape and suicide. I had to come and make things nice and I had to see my kid. Hey, little Jilly, how are you? How are you? Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Hello. How are you? I got a nursery rhyme for you. You ready? What nursery rhyme you want to hear? Um... Three blind mice. I think you do that one every single well, time. Well, because the other one I want to do is hickory dickory dock, but you won't do it. Hickory dickory dock. Your mother was cleaning my socks because all of them were dirty and laundry needed to be done. And it's not like a woman thing. She just was like, I volunteer to do the laundry because your socks are dirty. She's not amused. Ow! <laughs> you terrified her. Give me an O. <laughs> She kind of did it, and then she almost cried, and now she's okay. Oh! It's okay. It's okay. She used to like me. That's how all the women do when they start growing up. They stop liking me. All right, I'm out of here. Peace. Oh! Do it loud again. Oh! (laughs) She's not a fan. She really doesn't like the loud owl. She is not a fan. It's okay. It's so good. It's so good. Ooh, maybe, maybe, maybe she's a uh, a kid's character. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Ernie from uh, Sesame Street. Hey, how are you? Hey, hello. Yeah, she likes me. Hey, good thing Bert didn't come. Bert's an asshole. Hey, you don't like Bert? I like your mom. And like a friend. Wait, come on, we all know what I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm the gay best friend. Hey. You want to play rubber ducky? Rubber, rubber ducky. <laughs> she wants to do it. You like rubber duck? Rubber ducky. We're not even like referencing the movie when I'm doing these characters. We're just talking to the baby. And now it's gone. It's going. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, yeah, we can get done. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Uh, score time. So you and Jillian gave it an eight? Yes. I was going to go with a seven and a half. Okay. What was my expectation of it? I didn't write it down. Or you didn't write it down. Because you had the cards. 
so you didn't do it. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Yeah, well, thanks a lot. It's your fault. Way to go. Heather's in the books, Tatiana. I'm going to go you... kill myself. Um, no. Hold on, let me, I, I, I'm not good at penmanship, so I'm not going to be able to frame it on yourself. No, don't do that, because everyone's going to think it's me. Everyone's going to know it's you. No, everyone's going to think, because if you just said... No. Let's promise each other to never frame each other if we kill ourselves for murder. Well, I'm never going to kill myself. Neither am I. But I'm going to kill you before I kill me. Don't edit, mullet. Get that on tape. Everyone already knows. Who would be more likely to murder the other one? Have we talked about? We talked about like if we would plan to murder each other, and we both agreed yes. We thought each thought about it. Oh, it would be so easy for me to murder you. You would just poison my macaroni and cheese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. would never know. I know. How would you murder uh, how, me? Uh, I'm trying to think. I would. Um, let me think. Uh, Coffee is probably a good one. Um, I was gonna say uh, put poison down the shower drain you don't clean. Um, I got you a, uh, one of those. Yeah, uh, Great tub Father's shrooms. Day gift. A tub shroom. So that way it catches sure it all my work. hair for you? Mm hmm. Um, I would. No! I would. Uh, hmm, let me think. I don't, you don't really do anything around here, so like, there's no way to, like, I'd have to poison your coffee. That's so rude. I do everything <laughs> around the house. That's why it's always a mess. Exactly. <laughs> All right, nomination well, who, time. Who would be more likely to kill the other one, though? Uh, you said. killing me, probably. Yeah, I have, do have shorter tolerance. I have lower, less patience. Also, I just, I, I'm just not a prison guy. I just wouldn't do very well in prison. Uh-huh. I like my, like, time and space. <laughs> I've been solitary all the What do I do? I can't bring any of my toys with me? What do I do? Like, I know eventually, like, you can, like, buy a television and you get, like, books and stuff. I can't get no fucking Funkos in jail. You can. You can be like in Shawshank. You could be a. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. The I'm sure Brett is smuggling fucking vinyl Baby toys. Roots. Oh, also to add to our conversation of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two that we were saying earlier, we have our very own little baby Groot. We never. We didn't talk about that. Huh? Jillian not. is little baby Groot, and she's so cute, and we love her. And I can't wait for her to be the teenage group. Uh, I can't. I am Just turn and that give you the you. evil eye. That's that you. you. It's an impersonation of you. That's you, kid. Oh, she's going to go continue her nap. Yeah, see, so you woke yourself up. Yeah, because we're boring. Yeah, she's like, God, you guys still talking? I'm going to talk about the movie in ten minutes. Get done with it. Nomination time. What are your two movies you're nominating? Okay, my two movies that I'm nominating. I went up there on... Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Great. Thanks, Jillian. Yeah, way to bury the lead. Um, my two movies, I went upstairs and I looked and I saw one and then I'm like, okay, this one and this one because I'm not very good at this. You know, I don't like I, I can tell from how you just described why we're watching. Set her up. Um, I'm going to nominate... Two disaster movies, because I like disaster movies. And one of them is one of my favorites from when I was a kid. And one is one of your favorites from when you were a kid. Uh-huh. And I hope we haven't already nominated or done these Pretty on the Pretty sure you've nominated one, so you're going to have to come up with something else. But go ahead. Poseidon Adventure? Yeah. It's on the list. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yes, you've already nominated Poseidon Adventure. No! So, so you cannot do that. No! So what was the other movie you were nominating? The Day the Earth Stood Still. The original? 
or the remake? I'm going to nominate both. Okay. The, the original or the remake? The fucking original. <laughs> what, the remake? Do only we reason, own both of them? Yes, the only reason I do is because I bought the uh, the remake because it had the original attached to it. And the, oh, okay. It's the first time like the original was on sale anywhere. Both. Uh, the original Day of the Earth stood still. Okay. You you excited for that, Jilly? Jilly, what's your expectation? Because you've never seen it before. One through one through ten, Jilly. Give me number one through ten. Jilly, it's your great grandma's favorite movie. Give me number one through ten, baby. Eight and a half. Eight, I was, I was say. <laughs> Eight and a half. <laughs> I love like. Fuck dog on America's Got Talent yeah, can, can count. count. Yeah. Fuck you, I got a baby. Yeah, we're able, we're able to, to translate baby numbers. <laughs> Scott Band name, baby numbers. Alright, Day of the still coming out soon. We had an emotional podcast for me. But uh, that's alright. Yeah, eight and a half, we got it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you as always, check us out on arcadeaudio.net along with this podcast and all of our other ones. You can support all those podcasts and ours on Patreon.com. Hey, I'm doing the plugs. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio. That's not how you put a pacifier in your mouth. It's the exact opposite way. Um, Apple Podcast Stitcher and Google Play for reviews. Marriedwithmovies at gmail.com is where you can also send us your thoughts on the podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter at MarriedWMovies. And we did... Uh, where's my phone? It's over. You're not going to read that have fucking a review movie. come in on iTunes. I dropped my phone. Uh, it's it's just Rich sending us the earnest. Fuck <laughs> you, Rich. Look, you made Jillian cry. You made Jillian cry. I hope you're proud of yourself. Uh, sh- uh, so, we, so that's our most recent review, is Rich just supplying us the exact same thing that I knew he was going to do with the earnest, uh, the earnest cinematic universe analysis. Um, but please leave us a review you get to nominate a movie that we have to watch Ugh, and Jillian will grade it for you um, what else that's it for mullet <laughs> sorry but the last like five minutes has been Jillian you ruined the last five minutes of this podcast oh god because it's boring doesn't mean you have to make it exciting like, don't flip her upside down she, she tried to do it herself She's trying to kill herself, so we shouldn't have to listen to this podcast anymore. Jillian, stop it! Hey! No. I'm gonna let you go next time. For Mullet. <laughs> Why? This is Mullet and Jillian trying to jump. <laughs> Signing out for Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. She's literally just trying to grab an empty fucking water bottle. What are you doing, kid? She's in the shape of a frowny face. Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.